As we gather, I hate to say it, but I, I kind of laughed last night when I realized this is the gospel passage after all. Uh, salt is one of those things those with heart conditions are told to stay away from. Uh, they uh, actually didn't modify my diet at all because my diet has been fairly good. I have to clean it up a little bit, but fairly good. But one of the things with salt is it causes high blood pressure and it causes uh, the body to, um, to store water. And so that's one thing they, they are terribly afraid of for those with heart conditions. And so that's why they recommend doing it. And I, I know of a particular individual that took it so seriously that he just started drinking lots of water, avoided salt in all its forms, and suddenly had an opposite problem of he kept passing out. Because salt is necessary to keep the body and the nerves communicating with each other. Salt and potassium are partners and magnesium, and there's another one that are partners. And if you don't have one of those four, you have problems, big problems. And apparently I had problems with my potassium. So another form of salt, potassium chloride. Jesus is talking about something a little bit more basic, though, and it reminds me every time I, we have this passage, uh, there's a scene from William Shakespeare, I believe it's King Lear, don't quote me on that, where three of the daughters are asked by the king, how much do you love me? And the one gets flowery, and she just goes on and on, and I love you more than the sun and the moon and more than the earth, and, and, and oh, very good, and here's, here's a third of the kingdom. And the second one goes on and on, even more flowery and even more dramatic. And the third one, the youngest one, says, well, I love you more than salt. And the king is incensed. How dare she say she only loves me more than this meaningless little mineral? And, of course, as William Shakespeare would have it, the king is cast out, he's in, in exile, and the only one that will take him in is his daughter that he discarded away. And she serves a meal. And she serves it purposely without salt. <laughs> and he asks, and suddenly he realizes how important salt is. Salt is the thing that gives things flavor. Uh, and, of course, there's other things that help bring flavor, but one of the most abundant substances on the face of the earth is salt. You, we put it on our meats, we put it on our foods in order to bring out that flavor and enhance the flavor. And Jesus is talking about that uh, aspect today. And, of course, I do have to point out the other good thing about salt is when we throw it on our understep in the middle of the winter, it does melt the ice, too. But... Uh, but Jesus is not talking about that aspect. Or there in St. Luke's Gospel, he actually records what good is it? It's to be thrown on the manure heap because it keeps the bacteria and the smell down. Salt is useful for all these things. But here he's saying we are salt of the earth. We are called to bring flavor to the world. And each of us brings our own flavor which is probably good. We, I got a real sense of that, not, not to pick on too much Deacon Josh or Deacon Tanner, uh, but I got a real sense of that this weekend, of each of us bringing a different flavor, as I heard both of them give wonderful homilies on Corpus Christi. Wonderful homilies, but so different. <laughs> Very different. Different in style, different in tone, different in content, and yet exactly what the church needed. That's what we are called to be, to bring flavor. If we lose flavor, we're worth nothing. 
We're called to bring flavor. We're called to be, to be light and salt. And of course, this whole idea of light, and I've been reflecting on that uh, way too long, maybe, uh, the whole nature of light and, and darkness and light and heavy and all those things, how important light is. And we take it for granted. We turn on the lights, there it is. This morning, uh, somebody pointed out their hog barn lost electricity. This was a number of years ago, and the hogs died for lack of electricity, for lack of air movement, it shut down the fans, it killed them. We, we just take it all for granted. Or watching uh, younger kids in a snowstorm when the lights go out. Can we watch TV? Yeah, go ahead. Mom, there's no electricity. Yeah. <laughs> we take it for granted. But we're called to be light, to help the world find its way. The other aspect of salt that Jesus doesn't necessarily talk about, but we, of course, know, is salt preserves. Salt is necessary to help preserve. That's part of the reason you put salt in bread. That the yeast, it, it keeps the yeast from growing, growing too much. It preserves the bread from getting too yeasty. Not only does it give flavor, but it helps preserve. It helps leaven. As we come this day, we ask the Lord to help us to be salt, to help us bring that flavor that he wants to the world, each in our own way, that we would be light to others, and we know elsewhere or here, that they may glorify God, the Heavenly Father, by seeing the light that we allow it to shine.